Victory 91.5. Good morning. It's Rise and Stein. That's from The Belonging Company. Uh, Natalie Grant is is on that mm. uh, on that record, if you will. Isn't he is the name of the song. Good morning. It's Rise and Stein. It's uh, Pentecost. Ray Haynes has been in teaching this morning. A couple of comments coming in on the Facebook page, the Rise and Stein Facebook page, the Victory Facebook page, how much folks are enjoying this and mm-hmm. blow, blown away uh, that nothing gets unhitched. Wow. Amen. That's just so important. The Word of God is amazing. If you separate the old from the new, you just you miss so much. In fact, you know, you think about just the the subject. When you think of Pentecost, you're thinking probably of speaking in tongues, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and so much debate and argument on that. Well, you you can't really solve that issue unless you go back and forward at the same time. Then you can look at both stories. You go, ah. It makes perfect sense. Mm. So that's what we're doing. So we're back in the old, and we're going to take that jump that forward now. So this is Exodus 20. When the people saw the thunder and lightning, now so they're at the mountain of God, and there's thunder, there's lightning, there's fire. It's very terrifying. Mm-hmm. They have no idea what to do. They hear a trumpet. They've been slaves. The trumpet's been used to call them to work every day as slaves. They're so confused. Mm-hmm. And the mountain is smoking. They're trembling. They're They're afraid. So in Hebrew, that particular verse, thunder and lightning, it literally reads voices and torches or fire, if you will. So voices and fire, lights, you could translate any of those ways. So think of it as voices and fire. So they're they're trembling. And so the people saw thunder and lightning. That's how we translate it in English, which is obviously wrong. But what it should be is voices and fire. The reason they don't translate it that way in English is how do you see voices? Mm-hmm. All right. Now I want you to answer that question in your head. <laughs> right. How do you, because there's a passage we're going to go to the New Testament where they're seeing voices. And so it's like, wait a minute. It doesn't make sense either there. So um, it's, it's just a translation issue there. So um, in Hebrew, the voices in fire is translated thunders because voices are normally heard rather than seen. Torches was tra- translated lightning, to probably for in English that is to probably match logically. All right. Mm-hmm. So the voices, the word voices is plural. So what the people heard was one God, but many voices or languages. Mm-hmm. So this means that everyone who heard the Torah in a way that they could understand it. Mm-hmm. Now we're thinking it's all Israelites, but it's not all Israelites. It's folks from Egypt, and there's many groups that came, and there's many languages there, Mm -hmm. all right? So they only heard, there was only one voice, but they heard it as many voices in many languages, and they could understand it in the language that Mm -hmm. they spoke. So the Bible says, Exodus 12, they were a mixed multitude, all right? That makes sense? Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Acts 2. We have this. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven, filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. Again, they're seeing tongues. Mm -hmm. No wonder we're confused. A large fire of some sort came down from heaven and then divided and covered each one of them, essentially. Okay, so... All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. So here again, you have voices and torches, but it's not over. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one 
heard their own language being spoken. Mm -hmm. Mm. Utterly amazed, they ask, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our native language? Mm -hmm. Now notice, he didn't say each one of them are speaking in their native language. They simply heard it in their native language. So so a minor detail of of the translation there. But it's the exact same thing that happened at Mount Sinai, is they're hearing the voice of God, but they're hearing it in their own language. It's a miracle. So in, in in the gift of speaking of tongues, you are... Actually, we literally don't know because when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, you're speaking in a language and you don't really have control over it. So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, if it's been, it's happened many times in other parts of the world, early days, since they didn't understand it, they went and evangelized and, and natives would hear them speaking in their own language. So, you know, unless you had someone who could translate or knew, you know, hundreds of thousands of languages or the language of heaven. So, but the point is, tongues is still simply the voice of heaven. It's a voice, it's a language that God's speaking through you, but many people may hear it differently. That's why sometimes when you get a prophetic word, if you've ever been in a church, and you may prophetically interpret that word separately in different ways, multiple, because you're hearing a different thing. All right, so the Bible says that people heard in their language, not that they spoke in their language, just like Sinai when they heard. So this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And afterwards, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. I will show wonders in the heavens on the earth, blood and fire, billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Now, Acts stops there when Peter's uh, preaching. But the next verse, Joel explains why Peter picked that verse. It's verse 32. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved, which is what happened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He didn't have to preach it. He did it. For on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there will be deliverance. As the Lord has said, even among the survivors who the Lord calls. So God told back in Joel where it would happen the next time. Not at Sinai, mm-hmm. but at Zion in mm. Jerusalem. I say it too. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as the highest of the mountains. It will be exalted above the hills, and all nations will stream to it. Many peoples will come and say, come let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the temple of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways so that we may, we may walk in his paths. Mm-hmm. The law will go out from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Mm. Where did the law go out from? Mount Sinai originally. So this pouring out of the Holy Spirit, exact representation of what happened at Mount Sinai with the Ten Commandments, except that was law. This is the Spirit. So the Spirit and the law would now both go forth from Zion, written on the hearts of men, not stones, or so, or a big stone to the Ten Commandments. So Mount Sinai, you had a mixed multitude, came to worship the God of Israel. They had voices and torches were seen and heard. 3,000 died when they rejected the Torah at Sinai. Mm -hmm. In Zion, a mixed multitude came to worship the God of Israel. Everyone heard in their own language in a way which he could understand. 3,000 were born again when they Mm. accepted the Torah through the Spirit on Zion. So it's 
same event, obviously, but with a few differences, mm-hmm. a, little, a little nicer. So uh, coming up, what does the voice of God sound like? Because if you speak in tongues, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit in 1980, so this has been a lot of years here. But there's, you know, if you're encounter among lots of different people, there's what is the voice of God? What does it sound like? This is a good time to, like, even jump into that conversation because so, we all hear him speaking to us inner inner man so what does the voice of god sound like we'll jump on that next that's cliffhanger all right stick around ray haynes teaching on pentecost on rise and stein at victory 91.5 dutton and associates